Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with One Rental at a Time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag One Rental at a Time. Now on with the show. Folks, we need to talk about Goldman Sachs. Goldman Sachs is a Wall Street firm that is the best of the best. And recently they pulled an entire 180 on the housing market. We have the one and only Lance Lambert from Fortune, uh, who is housing, housing, housing. And he has his uh, the pulse of the market. So uh, Goldman Sachs just changed their opinion, right, Lance? What, what's going on? What happened? Yeah, that's right. Uh, let me pull it up and I could share my screen and show the readers. Um, let me just give you, go. I just gave you access. Okay. Okay, Perfect. I'll pull it up now. Okay, I got it. Okay, here we are. So this is what Goldman put out on January 10th, which right okay. now is January 26th. So this is 16 days ago. Okay. Uh, they downgraded their housing outlook and they went for a drop of 6.1 uh, for 2023, which okay. essentially took us to like around a 10% peak to trough. Right. Uh, because remember in 2022, we were up 10% and then mm -hmm. Goldman has a stand up 7.5. So we, we rolled over some in the final six months of the year. Uh, so they had a shopping 6.1 for 2023, mm -hmm. which historically 6.1 is actually a pretty sizable drop for one yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, it's in, the, it's, a, it's in the top quartile for sure. Yeah, and then 10-year, uh, they still had the 10-year yield over four. Interesting, 4.2. Uh, that's actually higher than we are now. Oh, and yeah. And mortgage rate 6.5, which that's higher than we are now too. Uh, and so I would describe that as a bearish, uh, housing forecast, uh, for the year one that would be fairly painful for those who worked in the industry, uh, sure. not be, you know, transactions would be very low and there would be some rollover going there as, you know, affordability. Well, let, let's, let's just say that if this call was right, and again, they pulled a 180, so we'll talk about that in a minute, a 6% national decline is on the higher end of what's historically happened. And just to put that in context, we would have millions of homeowners underwater. If you had a VA loan, if you had an FHA loan, three and a half percent down, a negative 6% drop in median home price. Again, these are all medians and averages and all of that, but you could be upside down 10% with selling costs. So that would be, that would be household wealth destruction. Yeah, uh, if well, that happens. So. The, the good thing would be, though, if we drop 10% peak to trough, which that's what that 6.1 is, that mm -hmm. would still only take us back to October 2022. So, right. it's, so yes, prices yes. went up so fast that them dropping is just something the Fed's not afraid of uh, in mm -hmm. terms of Agreed. But some people have already been put underwater, new mm -hmm. buyers, very peak out west. Uh, but yep. yeah, 10% would get some more, not as much as 10% would have done uh, the last cycle. So right. then on um, or on Monday, uh, they came out with a revised forecast. And so did, did I catch those? Sorry, Lance. Did I catch that right? This was two weeks, like the 10th to the 24th. Yes. This is essentially, okay. you know, 
and by the time you know by the time it was all reported they must have already been working on this update so something almost immediately happened um and i'll give you some of my theories on it but let's look through the data first sure. so now you can see uh they have upgraded their 2023 forecast for Case Shiller, which is what they were forecasting on the other one, to okay. 2.6. So from 6.1-ish to 2.6. Uh, that's like a, you know, almost a four-point swing. That's very rare in a 10-day span. Yeah. Uh, you think? That's a that's a 50% improvement. Yeah. Well, it's essentially saving an entire year of historical appreciation because the Correct. market actually goes up around like 4.6, 4.7 a year. So yeah. Pretty big swing. Um, and I will say one thing that is a little notable here is if you come over to this side, uh, you'll see that the other forecast had us up 7.5 for 2022, and this has us mm -hmm. up 7.1. So they've okay. actually added a 0.4 shaving off of 2022. But we again, this is Case Schiller's end of year number, which we haven't yeah, seen yet. So we won't see December till February. Yeah. In November, okay. November, December. Yeah, is what we're waiting on. Uh, okay, and so just making sure I know. worse than they expected, but then they think this year isn't going to be as bad. And so if this is right, uh, what they said is that uh, we expect peak to trough decline in national home prices of roughly 6% and for prices to stop falling, uh, declining mid-year 2023. Mm -hmm. um, so it's essentially saying that four percentage points were from last year and two from this year. So we'd be 66% of the way through uh, the national home price correction. Yeah, um, I actually want to look at these other lines because I think these are, this really tells me where Goldman's economic view is, right? We look at unemployment. Yeah, you've nailed it, right? They they think we get to a peak unemployment in 2023 of 4%. Yeah, 4.2 and then already starting to go down. Yeah. Uh, and then here's the part that raises some eyebrows. Uh, which is they still have the 10 year at four through the year. Wow. So we, what are we three, six right now? Well, three, last time five. I checked three, five, three, five, so two. I'll check. We'd right have now. to go up. Um, and do they have mortgage rates here? No, but based on the last one that had 10 year at 4.2, we can guess they're probably thinking like 6.2. So they've come yeah. down here on mortgage rates. I'm assuming yeah. given that the, Actually, no, I'm looking at this wrong. They're still at 4.2 for this year for 10 Yeah, years. they're high, yeah. So, yeah. And that carrying into 2025. So they, yeah. so that's also something interesting is they're saying that even if the, the bond market even goes up a little from here and stays there for the next uh, three years, they still think 6% peak to trough drop with it uh, fizzling out mid-year 2023. Yeah. And then the other thing I look at is the inflation number, right? Again, uh, consumer CPI, that's got to be headline, I would guess. Yeah, that's headline 6.4. Then you have core CPI at three with core PC, which again, we get on Friday. Uh, the latest reading is, is interesting. So they see, wow, they see headline coming down faster than core, which is interesting given that oil and gas is actually up. So it basically, I guess I would say Goldman sees a soft landing. If I were to kind of internalize yeah, this, exactly at the macro. soft landing. Um, yeah, that that is actually. If I had to describe this, I would say this is perfect. Is what the Fed would probably see this yeah, as. The, the, the Fed would say, "I'll take that." If you offered this to the Fed, 
in June of 2023, they would say, sign me up. And, and, you know, and the two numbers that might be the most important to the Fed, if this were all to happen, which this is not going to happen because forecasts just never. Yeah, they're never right. Yeah. They never land uh, like that. Uh, is See here, appreciation. Those are very low numbers. And so it's not like the pandemic housing boom comes back a lot to life. That would be, you know, probably the bigger fear. Uh, and if you read through the Fed research uh, over the past 12 months, they have been watching housing very closely and they see it as one of the major drivers for inflation. Uh, so I think they would have some peace of mind here that it would roar back. In uh, a 6% peak to drop drop, that's essentially just taking us back to the start of 2022. Yeah. It, 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 it so essentially wipes out the appreciation of 2022. Fairly, yeah. gets close to it. But the last thing I... Yeah. The last thing I look at on this chart is that uh, existing home units, right? We did just over 5 million in 2022. Uh, we got a reading uh, for December at 4.02, I believe it was. Uh, and I told people we're at the trough of transactions and it looks like Goldman agrees with me. It's it's kind of, that's the trough. We're going to just bump along the bottom all year. Yeah. And let me go back to the other one. The other one's not as complete with all the numbers. Do they have... No, they, they don't have that number there for existing. But I, I think essentially what's happened is that now that port, um, mortgage purchase applications, which is a great leading indicator, uh, now that they've bounced off the bottom yeah. uh, and they've came up at the start of the year, I think that there's a, a belief that we could be hitting the demand trough. Um, I agree. So yeah. I, I, you know, that obviously there's a difference between a demand trough and a price trough. You know, oh, they absolutely. could coincide, they could, and, you know, but most of these uh, Wall Street firms think that the demand trough comes first and then the price trough comes later. But why the demand trough is significant is that the depth of the drop in transactions, in their view, impacts the depth of the drop on the price side. So if the, the housing trough comes earlier, their view in their models is the price drop isn't going to be as deep. And a big I, reason yeah, that, that the price sense. drops even got uh, pushed lower was because the last three months of the year, especially when mortgage rates hit seven, transactions just really started to move down. Mm -hmm. um, and so the drop in transactions in the final three months of the year was more significant than they thought it would be, at least yeah. in August and September. Yeah, the, the, the wonderful thing, and again, folks need to follow you on Twitter. Your handle is at News Lambert. You see it right there in the upper right-hand corner um, because you put out daily stuff that's amazing. I look at it every day now. It's a habit of mine in the evenings, so thank you for that. Um, but the interesting thing for me is somebody who has 12 crazy housing calls is one of them was the experts are going to go the other way. I think they got too negative. I think they allowed their models to incorrectly assume the worst of the worst would continue. And Goldman Sachs is the first to come out and say, maybe we got a little bit too negative. And as everybody knows, one of my 12 calls is the most negative, at least in my opinion, was John Burns at negative 22. I believe they will change their opinion by May. Well, so I, I would say KPMG is probably the most negative. Oh, okay. Uh, I did not see that I, one. The John Burns one could include new homes. Uh, that uh, I'm, I forget what theirs includes. And so if there's new homes, that's a very different story. Yeah, uh, that's fair. Uh, but KPMG was 20% in a year. Um, That's and... never happened before. No. 
it, not on a national level. It's never yeah. happened before. Yeah, so, that think things would need to materially change because uh, those. <laughs> Look at you being coy with your words. They would uh, have the, to materially change. You think? The 4K shillers that we had last year that were drops, which was the first time since 2012 we got a neg negative yeah. K shiller reading, and then we got four in a row. It was 2.4% drop in four months, which annualized is 7.6% uh, decline. So if it, it continued for 12 months, that would be 7.6, uh, which means that we would need to almost triple. Yeah, the pace. Yeah. Yeah. So KPMG is just wrong. They got too negative. I look at John Burns because John Burns is somebody I have followed for a long time. I've been lucky enough to interview Rick Police a couple of different times. I love that organization. I just happen to disagree with this one call. Respectfully disagree. Uh, and I thought it was so important to put it out there early that it's one of my 12 calls that they will change their opinion to 10% by May. We'll see what happens. I'm just going to keep putting it out there. Maybe maybe I'll get lucky. Lance, you do amazing stuff. Where should people follow you? And how do they find all your great fortune articles? Yeah, uh, so you can Google me, Lance Lambert at Fort, or Lance Lambert Fortune in Google, and you'll find all my stories. And uh, if you want to find my Twitter handle, it's just at News Lambert. And I try to post everything there. Any forecasts that drop, bullish, bearish, you'll see it there if I find it. And if you see one that I haven't shared, uh, send it to me and I'll share it. Yeah, I uh, again, I, I'm addicted to your page or whatever we call it these days. Uh, every night I'm looking at it. So keep it up. Thanks, Lance.